And so therefore he has a first lady. Amen. We know her. We know his children. Amen. We know his whole family, Lord. And we know his, his son-in-law, who is a mighty man of ballot as well. And in, in, introducing to some this morning and presenting to others, nonetheless, nonetheless, Elder Lester. Amen. Praise God. Give me, give me him your undivided attention. Amen. Because he's going to lead us. Amen. To the rock that's higher than I. Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you this morning. Amen. To the bow your heads this morning. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for the service today. We thank you for your anointing. Lord, we thank you that we have a place to come, and we thank you for those that come through the door. Lord, we thank you for our pastor, the first lady, and all the clergy. Lord, we thank you for the congregation. Lord, we are truly blessed with the teachers and ones that constantly works in that vineyard. Lord, we ask this morning that you bless this message, bless this service, where we can be a blessing to others. Lord, we don't know what people comes in with, what kind of burden that they have, but we know they can leave it here and you can fix it to where it will never be the same. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we want to pray for those that are in the world. We pray that they will come into the knowing of our Savior. And we pray, Lord, for this nation. We pray for all those that are all over the world. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, everyone here, including myself. We have loved ones that isn't saved. And Lord, we want to lift them up this morning, wherever they are. Oh Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, don't let them be comfortable where they're at. Upset some things. Oh, remind them, hallelujah. Oh, that is greener on the other side. Hallelujah. Lord, we ask your assistance this morning. Lord, many times we've been talking and it just seemed like it's falling on deaf ears. Lord, you have our permission this morning to go and get them. Bring them in. Hallelujah. And let us glorify your name. So, Lord, we thank you this morning. Let us all agree by saying amen, amen. Um, thank you. You may be seated. Thank God this morning. Powerful, powerful. Praise and worship as always. Amen. See, we had a very good Sunday school teacher this morning. Amen. Yes. It was great. Amen. 
Um, my topic this morning is free at last. Thank God. Free at last. Amen. Um, in John, Gospel John 8, 24 says, Therefore, if I say to you that you will die in your sins, and if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sin. John 8, 34 says, Most assuredly, I say unto you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. We go on, he says, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the Son make you free, hallelujah, you shall be free indeed. You shall be free indeed. The text here in Romans chapter 7 is powerful. As I was telling, uh, we was talking, Elder Walker, I was saying it's amazing how Paul writes and how he sets things up. He beautiful set up chapter 8. But here in uh, chapter 7, verse 24, he says, O wretched man that I am, who, who, will deliver me from this body of death. And then within the, like the same breath, he said, but I thank God that through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the principle of God the law of God, but with the flesh, the principles of sin. Paul beautifully set this up because as we remember reading back in chapter 7, when he seemingly was going through a lot of things, trying to figure out things on his own. And he constantly says that I'm cardinal, understand what I'm doing, I do not understand. And he said, I will do it, and that I do not practice what I hate. And all you hear was the ism, the ism, the ism. I, 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 I. You know, even today, 
we talks about and speak about too many I, 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 I. Um, Paul in verse 24 seemed to be frustrated. It seems almost like he might be in tears or some kind of grief. There maybe he might have been lamenting and he thought back or was looking back of what was behind and thinking on what was ahead of him. And he seemed like he caught a glimpse of the holiness of God. Because after he reminded himself, his old wretched man, that I am. And the question was, who delivered me? And it's almost like in the same breath, he said, oh, I thank God. Oh, I thank God that I've been set free through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Back in January 1st, 1863, a document was signed into law by President Lincoln that said and declared that all persons held as slaves in the rebellion southern states or wherever in America or henceforth shall be free. Amen. And at the time that he was signing this and he put his name to the bills, figuratively, they were set free. But in time that takes time to pass things along and in the transformation of things where he had begun, but literally they would not Matter of fact, for some it took years before the word got around. But we understand in the Bible that Jesus at the cross with the shedding of his blood, that he set us free. And as it was back in the slavery days, the word is still getting around. You know, we can be set free from something, but that doesn't mean that we will be free from it simply because we have a mindset in which we want to leave it. Word says, that we have the law on our side that we can leave those plantations and we can leave and where we are free. But you know, many didn't leave. Many didn't leave. I remember when Harriet Tubman made a comment. He said that someone said, oh, Harry, you know, you did a beautiful job that you 
freed the slave. He, she said, yeah, but I could have freed a lot more. If only they knew they were slaves. You know, in, in, in the church, we, we have some people that feel that even though that we have our freedom in the spirit in Christ, yet they are free. They are not free. And in Romans chapter 8, continue on, and Paul, where he set this up, he says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Just like with the emancipation uh, approximation, just like at that time that they was free in the physical sense, Christ freed us in the spirit sense. And so what we must understand is this, there is condition, hallelujah, praise God, that you must separate yourself from the physical man. Amen? And this is what Paul was saying. Paul said, he said that, so then in the mind, I myself serve the principle of God, but the flesh, your sin. Hallelujah. So, even though that there is no condemnation, there is no judgment, but the word doesn't say that isn't any consequences. If you don't do what the Lord says and how he says and separating yourself from yourself. I've met off the time I have preached and say the, the biggest issue that I probably have is that what they look at in the mirror. If you get that individual that you look at in the mirror, if you get him in order, everything else will follow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, what in Romans 8, he was saying that if your lifestyle or your behavior do not line up with Christ. That if you are living in an environment that craves the fleshly desires that you're being driven by this world order, that you're being driven. In other words, that Satan got his hand in your back. You know, we are creatures, we are human beings that we do, we are driven. Those things that come through your mind, those very things you think you decide, a lot of times you have help do your desires. You know, biologically, you know, we, we have a drive that when we thirsty, that eventually, eventually we would get up to go get something to drink. Same way with food. And if we lonely, eventually we will, something will drive us to be with someone or 
to try to stop from being lonely. Amen. I heard people say, people say, well, yeah, I have drive. I, I don't drink. You know, I have a sex drive. And I have all this drive. That's bad. But in other words, what I'm saying, you're being driven. But who's driving? Who's driving? Uh, uh, Paul is saying that what he says that likewise in the sinful, but he said on the account, he said he condemns sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Then went on to say, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. That means that you're going to be driven by the flesh. Those things are, are of the flesh. But those who live or their lifestyle or their behavior is according to the spirit, that you will be driven by the very things of the spirit. For to be cognitive minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is life and peace because the cognitive mind is enmity against God. They didn't stop this, for it is not subject to the principles of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot. Cannot please God. Hallelujah. What he said? You cannot please God. Um, an old man said one time, said, you know, his nature, he said, just like two dogs fighting within him. And someone got smart and asked him, he said, well, who who be winning? The old man replied, the one that I feed the most. Because the one that I feed the most become the bigger dog. And the other dog don't have any other say so. The very one that I feed, the very one that drives me. In Galatians 5, 17, and this is in the English standard, it says, for the desire of the flesh are against the spirit and the desire of the spirit against the flesh. For these are opposite of each other to keep you from doing the things that you're supposed to do. Oh, I'm talking to somebody this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And it goes on here. It says that in Timothy 2.26, It says, they may come, the Lord, you know, and, and, and Paul was speaking because of their behavior don't reflect 
on what they say they are. Amen? You're, do you understand what I'm saying? That, that a lot of times you say you one way, but there's no receipts, there's no evidence. And in and, Second and Timothy, he was saying that, 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 that he would pray that they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Hallelujah. You know, getting back to where the slaves was eventually released. Some, that's all they knew. And they don't want nothing else. I don't know about Christians. I, I, you might think you got everything going on that, that yeah, you at the top of your game, but I'm telling you, if, if Christ is, is not, you're not being driven by Christ, it's a lot more. A lot more. Hallelujah. A lot more. So, that's what Paul was saying to the Christian back in Second Timothy. It was saying that because you don't, you're not avoiding foolishness or the ignorance disputes, that knowing that they generate wrath and that a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be a gentleman at all times. So like the slaves, Christian mind must be renewed. Amen? Are y'all with me this morning? Your mind must be renewed. Back in, 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 in Romans 12, well, I'm going to read there for a minute, uh, King James. And it said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. In other words, that you must get in line to where that the principle of God will be, can be able to drive you, to be able to lead you into the very place in which God wants you to go. It says that, that you must put the brakes on. Hallelujah. We understand that under the body is saved. Hey, man, that freedom is in the spirit. But you, just like what Jesus told Cain before he committed murder, he said, you should, have, you should be able to rule over it. You should rule over it. Especially now because we have the Holy Spirit. We have no excuse. And a lot of things that we allow going on in our lives. Or maybe that some of us not quite sure that we are free yet. You know, everybody, some, everybody on different levels, you know. But it's all based on how much you know him. Hallelujah. And it says here, living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 
And do not be confirmed of this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable will of God. And you say, well, how can we do that? Yeah, some are going to come to church, but some people are going to come to church. But God didn't leave us hanging. Amen? So, so if you turn over to, to Ephesians chapter 4, and look what God said, what he lined up in chapter 11. He said, for himself, he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, evangelists, and some pastors and teaching for the equipping, hallelujah, of the saint in the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. He understood that this is a process. Amen. You ain't going to get it all. Just like back there in the days and when the disciples, a lot of things didn't come to pass until Jesus had gone and the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit was the one that started reminding them of things that Jesus had said. And we're even with you. You spirit feel he will remind you. He will drive you. He will even teach you. Hallelujah. But God said, I have teachers available for you. Said, till we all come in the unit of faith and of knowledge of the Son of God to be perfect man and to measure of the stature of the fulfillment of Christ, that we should no longer be children, just tossed back and forth wherever the wind goes. What you hear over here, what you hear over there. You know, you just, uh, it just all depends on, you know, the, the climate. You know, whether or not we up, we down. I'm going to tell you, 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 you don't want to be uh, a thermometer. Because you're going to always be up and down. That's the way some people's lives, Christian lives, they're up and down, up and down, up and down. If you're going to be some, be a stormist dad. Set. Will won't be moved. I dictate. The world don't dictate. I dictate. You don't hurry me. You don't upset me. I know the word, I have the word in me. I, I have the stomach stack. I'm the, the mentality. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, in, 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 in 417, it says, and Paul says, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord. That you should no longer, that you should, that you should. Not. Hallelujah. See, you can be saved, free, and everything else. And yes, no judgment, no condemnation, but yet consequences. Consequences. Because here he says that you should not 
no longer walk as rest of Gentile walk. But why in the world are you walking like them? In the futility of their mind, having their understanding hearken, being alienated from the life. Oh man, where you mean you? What? All this because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being in past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness and decent seeming to work all uncleanness and cleanliness and greediness. And I like when 20 jumped in. It seemed like a grill sergeant stepped up there. And it said, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as to you know the truth is in Jesus Christ, that you put off concerning the former conduct, the old man which grow corrupt according to the deceit and lust, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God and true righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, y'all getting anything out of this? Praise his holy name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So, so in, in Romans 8 here, he goes on and he says, and, and I'm going to read verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed, if indeed the spirit of God, now that's the sad, you got to put that in there, you know. If indeed the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of, wait a minute, wait a minute. It seemed like it was a sharp turn here. Let me, let me go over, I might be missing something here. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, period. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. What? Wow. Wow. You mean to tell me we got folks coming to church doing Christian things, want to lay hands? I hope we don't have nobody preaching. Thinking and saved. And then we have the spirit of Christ. That's dangerous. Don't put your hand on me. Whoa. If and if Christ is in you, now here he is. Here he go. How, how we know? If Christ, the body is dead, you won't be doing the very thing that you're out there doing. Mm -hmm. Now, now you won't be doing that because it, 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 those are receipts. Your lifestyle are receipts. Amen. We hear you talking. We hear you bragging. 
But what really going on? Amen. You won't be doing it. That's what he's saying here. But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwelled in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. 13 says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led, oh, there it goes, are driven, are driven, you, you, it's impossible. If, if you being driven by this world, it's impossible. But what he said, if, 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 for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the Son of God. Said, yeah, you got received. Proof. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. There's evidence. Eight, chapter eight, thirty-five. Say, so, so who then? So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, stress, persecution, phantom, nakedness? Sword, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long, for we are counted as sheep to the sword. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Does that make any sense? We're more than. We're not just conquerors, but we are more than. Do you understand the Christ we serve? Do you understand if you are driven by the, the right, or you are in the spirit? If the spirit of God, that gift is in you, that you are more than, hallelujah. You're more than through him who love us. For I am, are you persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things come, nor height, nor death, or any created did I leave anything out? I don't think I left anything out. Should be no excuse. There is eternal security. You have it. Hallelujah. Now, oh, maybe, okay, everybody see, ain't nobody sleeping. I mean, maybe I'm going to do this again. All right, here we go. I am persuaded that neither death nor life, 
nor angel, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us. Oh, man. Whoa. Y'all better be glad I, I, I'm not young, but I'll be dancing up here a little bit. But I don't want to dance. I don't want to break nothing. Do you understand what he's saying here? This is powerful. This is deep, Pastor. Pastor, you, you got this? Elder Watkins. Elder May. Huh? Uh, come on. Derek, Derek, you... you, you Well, that's about what I do. Brother Stephen, you do, do you get you 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 get tongue. Hallelujah. My God. Another Christmas dick. Uh, so, let me see here where I'm at. Um, where did I wrote this? Okay. So, shared his blood and stuff. I did, right? I forgot where I put that. It was a, it was a bonus I had in for y'all. But I'm all over the place, so I don't see that bonus. That's all right. Y'all figure that out. And I'm, I'm excited now. Shoot, I, I'll tell you. Yeah, Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. I hear that for myself. Okay. Lord, have mercy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double check here. Okay, okay. Oh, here it is. It says here, okay, for, okay, the, your works, I had me, I look, I'm about the works. I remember it was brought up about the works. And, and somebody said, though, in the Bible said, your works will be burnt. Your works will be burnt. But it never mentioned about the person. He just said works. Amen. Amen, your works. But you don't want you want your works to be burnt. You, you want your work to go with you. Amen. You want it to be edified towards the Lord. Amen. That's what you want it to be. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm, I'm almost done. Um, let's see what I got to add here. All right. So it says, therefore, I, I'm back in Ephesians chapter 4. 25, therefore, put away, putting away lying. Let each one of you speak the truth to his neighbor, neighbors. And we are members of one another. Be angry, do not sin. Be angry, do not sin. Be angry, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath nor give place to the devil. 
What do you mean I'm saved? You mean I can still give place to the devil? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can still give place to the devil. But it don't mean. See, 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 it's like this. He can't possess you. See. But he can still use you like a groan. Oh, yeah. He can still do that. It's not a Satan. A lot of folks out here are being used as that groan. Child, you don't know. Child, we got something. Ooh, I got something to tell you. And every time that man and that woman come back in town, y'all pray my strength in the Lord. God. Lord, that man. And then some go down that devil. You know what? A lot of y'all gonna have to write a letter and remind you. A lot of things he didn't do. A lot of things he did not come up with. It was, it was on your own and you being blamed. Matter of fact, he probably in front of God said, Lord, they lied on me. <laughs> Lord, I had no idea that something like that could be done. Lord, have mercy. Praise God. I thank God this morning. Uh, I ain't going to prolong everything. I, I tell you, it's a blessing for me to be able to bring this. Uh, continue to ask the Lord to bless you. If anybody here that haven't decided or you feel that you've been driven, but you've been driven by the wrong force, it's now to correct it. Uh, we'll have people here to pray for you. Church is open. You want to join this church? Come on in. Amen. And be a part of this blessing. Amen. There is a unique blessing here. And we got powerful teachers, powerful preachers, powerful deacons, and everybody else took the part. Amen. So we thank you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love in Jesus' name.